podcast listeners to this episode on demystifying the open hospital concept. This allows owners to accompany their pets behind the scenes, so to speak, when pets are receiving veterinary care. I am Amanda Shelby, the Think Anesthesia Content Coordinator and Moderator for this episode. I get the distinct pleasure of introducing Ken Yagi, career credentialed veterinary technician and VTS in emergency and critical care, as well as small animal internal medicine. He currently serves as the Chief Veterinary Nursing Officer for the Veterinary Emergency Group, or VEG Group, and is Program Director for the Recover Initiative. In addition to being well-published in our community, he is an advocate for the role veterinary technicians and nurses play as part of the veterinary care team. Thank you, Ken, for joining us and sharing more on the importance of including the pet owner as part of the veterinary care team. Thanks for having me. Would you first take a moment and define and further describe what it means to have an open hospital concept? I think the easiest way to describe this to veterinary people is you're going to be taking the pet owners to the back of the hospital with the pets. So if it's traditional, a veterinary hospital setting might be that people are shown into an exam room and when there's something that needs to be done to their pet, they're taken to the back treatment area and certain procedures being done and then brought back to the owner in the exam room. You're actually going to be taking the pet owner with the pet into the treatment area and doing things right in front of them so that they can see. That's the open hospital concept. That's interesting. What would you say are the largest benefits to an open hospital concept as well as the largest drawbacks? There's so many different advantages, but I think one word that summarizes it all is trust. Because there's transparency, the pet owners know exactly what's going on. They don't have to leave things to their imagination, sitting in an exam room, hearing animals crying behind the door or commotion going on. And making up whatever they would make up in their minds of what's going on with their pet, they see exactly what's going on. They get to see how hard you're working and the reason why they might have to be waiting for a certain amount of time before their pet's taken care of. They see the different kind of equipment that you have in your facility, the amazing skill sets that you bring and how you take care of each patient. And as they're immersed in that environment, there's more and more trust that's built. There's also better communication because of it too. And the work can be a lot more efficient because of uh, the ability to communicate with the owners as you're doing things and sometimes having them help with the process as well. That's interesting, them being able to help with the process. Are there any additional liabilities associated with owner engagement in the back of hospitals? Yeah, there's certainly the concern of liability is probably the first drawback that people think about. What if a pet owner gets hurt, right? And so we think about stuff like that. When it comes to liability, there's virtually no issues that come up. It's so infrequent that somebody gets hurt in a serious way that it results in a lawsuit. It just doesn't happen. We're not careless about it, though. We definitely have developed ways in which we warn the pet owner about certain things that could happen. You know, this might be a little bit of a pinch for her, so be careful. Or if you want to step back over here for the moment, we're going to do this. There's different ways to get around that so that, that the liability is very minimal. Of course, we'd have to be careful about things like needles being uncapped or if there's risk for exposure to radiation and such that we're protecting people. We uh, certainly shouldn't be careless to say that there is no liability. It's just that we control it very well. That's very interesting. And I'm sure all practices have liability insurance just from 
the nature of someone walking into your facility, potentially slipping and falling on ice on the sidewalk. So there probably is some overlap in the liability insurance and what that would cover. The insurance companies definitely know how we practice and what the open hospital concept is about, and they still insure us. That's a good point and validates that it is possible to do. From an operational standpoint, you mentioned open lines of communication and trust. Do you provide additional training to your veterinary care team on how to appropriately communicate? There's definitely uh, training that goes into teams that come together. Veterinary Emergency Group is a de novo business, meaning we assemble teams to open up new hospitals. When there's a new hospital opening, there is a new hospital training process that this amazing team over here takes care of. And there's a lot of training that's related to the culture of the hospital, how communication can be done. We're also revamping that right now to think about different kinds of scenarios that could come up and being able to work through those scenarios to talk about how to handle those situations best is the type of training that is becoming prevalent. With all that said, I think that many people who work in this environment start to learn the different kinds of habits and the ways we can communicate so that we're answering the questions that people might have or preventing problems that could arise very much uh, proactively. Do you find that implementing a strong level of communication and having owners present that veterinary professionals are having to describe what they're doing or what they might need to do to the pet, to the pet owner, really shortens that see one, do one, teach one strategy of accomplishing skills? Yeah, I think training in an open hospital environment is definitely challenging. Uh, We should probably look at this from different perspectives. One, would it be harder for people to practice certain things in front of owners? Yeah, I think that's probably true. We probably wouldn't want to have somebody who's not ready to be practicing on an actual animal to do so in front of the pet owner, nor should that happen in any situation just for the pet's sake. We have to be very mindful of things like that. Setting people up for success, they're ready to do it in front of the pet owner is probably one of the things that we need to be mindful for. But the other part that you mentioned which is very interesting is that if people have to perform certain tasks and procedures or explain things to the pet owners regularly, they do have to build enough knowledge, first of all, and confidence to do that in order to be able to do it. So does it force them a little bit more into that kind of situation? Do they need to be a little bit more brave about being able to show their skill set? Yes, definitely so. And so I think it does lead to accelerating how well they get at the skill sets and the explanations that they need to give, especially with explaining certain types of procedures and the steps behind it or the reasons why we're doing it or explaining to people what the follow-up treatment might look like. All of that requires very good knowledge in order for us to explain it. And then teaching the pet owners and explaining it to them probably allows us to reinforce that knowledge even better. It's like a good reinforcement of knowledge and skills as well. I agree. It's a very interesting thought that came to mind. You also mentioned, and this really resonated with me, when we were discussing liability, having to cap needles, ensuring ensuring that radiation safety is up to a standard. Do you feel an open hospital concept really requires us to maintain that high standard of practice and care that we should be doing every day anyways? 
it certainly does make us more accountable to doing things the right way in that uh, we do need to be mindful of not just the personnel, but the pet owner safety as well. We should be mindful of that at all times, by the way. But uh, <laughs> with that said, in an open hospital environment, it's probably even more heightened in terms of the awareness. So this open hospital concept is very fascinating to me, mostly because I am a strong believer that we should be focused on the pet in the center of all of the components that are involved in providing and optimizing their care. One aspect of that is really creating an atmosphere where the pet is a willing participant in their care plan. Do you find that this open hospital concept encourages pets to have potentially a lower fear, anxiety, stress score, and be just generally more cooperative? Yes. So the short answer to that is yes. And I think a little bit about it depends on the pet, right? There are certainly pets that feel much better because the owner is present, but there might be situations where the pet is a little bit more protective and maybe even aggressive because the owner is there. So we need to be able to discern between the two. And the latter is probably a more rare case. The former, where they are comforted by the pet owner's presence, is likely the more common situation. I was just at one of the practices in White Plains showing somebody that was visiting from Australia around. And we saw a pair of nurses who were working on a, a patient that had an ear infection. Another patient got rushed in and it was an urgent case. One of the veterinary nurses pulled away. And so then the other nurse was left with the pet to try to do the treatment herself. I saw her looking around for a few seconds and I was about to jump in when the owner actually stood up and came over and held the pet for the nurse and started whispering, you know, little nothings into the dog's ear while the nurse continued on with the treatment. And so if you take a look at something like that, something as uncomfortable as treating uh, ear infection, being able to be done just because there's a light touch and whisperings going on from the pet owner, you can definitely see that there's a benefit to having the owners around. Yeah, definitely. Probably also reduces the fear and anxiety and stress associated with the owner being removed from their loved one. I can only imagine I'm a mother of three. If my pediatrician took my child away from me to perform all of their exams, that would definitely heighten my level of stress. Yeah. And I think that's a really good point in that the open hospital concept, if we take a look at it from a surface or inexperienced perspective, you might think that it's only good for the owners and that they feel better because they're going to be there. And that effect is definitely true. But I also want to translate it into it actually does help the pets as well. It does seem to model human medicine. As far as an engagement survey responses, are you capturing the pet parents' experience and can you speak to some of the feedback they provide? Yeah, the people that come into Veg uh, definitely get surveys sent post-visit to get their feedback. We have yes scores that are tracked and they're above 90%. And a lot of the times it's because of the open hospital concept and they comment about how caring the staff was, how attentive they were. They answered all the questions. Uh, they were always available. And so having that environment definitely helps the pet owners have a better experience. I think if we're talking about one of the most common situations where we might have the open hospital concept feel uncomfortable for the pet owners is if there's CPR that we need to perform on a different pet in front of them. Mm -hmm. So these pet having CPR performed and there's another pet owner that's in the area that is witnessing that. 
we're very much a proponent of owner witness resuscitation. And so the family member being there isn't an issue at all. We actually want them to, as long as they want to be there so that they can have a better sense of closure if it doesn't turn out well, or they can see that everything that could be done was done, that we have well-trained team members with recover CPR certification, that they're able to perform CPR in a very organized fashion. But uh, the pet owners that are sitting around that person might feel a little bit uncomfortable. So we make sure that there's check-ins with those people as soon as something like that happens to say, hey, you know, this is going on. Are you okay? Do you feel comfortable being here? Do you want to step out? And there's two ways that people respond. One of them might be that uh, they would respectfully leave the room to allow for privacy. And that actually helps them feel like they're doing something for that family. The other type of people might be they don't mind being in the environment, very empathetic with the pet owner having a CPR performed on their pet. They might actually go and comfort them. So that's how they participate in the care. So there's different kinds of amazing things that could happen because people are in the same area. Specific to CPR, happy you brought this up. And if we have a return to spontaneous circulation, now we're trying to resolve the causation, right? Do you find that having the pet parent present answers a lot of those questions quickly? Absolutely. Not having to run back and forth to try to get information. That's a huge uh, gain in efficiency, being able to ask the questions so that we can treat the patient the best way that we can. Now, obviously, that's more important in emergency treatment where we're trying to stabilize the patient. Uh, during CPR, we just focus on CPR and the underlying cause might be a secondary thought, although we should be thinking about that and about treatment too. But just being able to say, do you want us to do CPR or not? And getting the answer right away. And then them being able to be updated on a real-time basis without having to have somebody relay is very beneficial in getting the owner to see the current situation. And perhaps maximizes efficiency or not down a very skilled person running back and forth between rooms. <laughs> Right, absolutely. And then there's additional questions that people might have that you need to run back to the team oh, for yeah. and get the answer and run back forth. So, yes, that's very fascinating. Now, obviously, Veg is focused on small animal companion animals. I would say the large animal sector of our profession has been utilizing owners in a present capacity for generations. I'm an equine owner myself, and I am always present when the vet is there, often assisting with restraint, obviously providing a history. So it's fascinating to me that the small animal companion world has migrated away from that. And I'm really excited to see how Veg will make a mark. I do feel that Veg is establishing a model for this if you were able to provide some action items for our listeners who might be like, you know, I could probably incorporate some of this open hospital concepts into clinical practice, but I'm not an emergency hospital, or maybe I am an emergency hospital. What are some simple steps they can take to just engage owners as being a part of that pet care plan? Yeah, a hospital that I used to work at before coming to Veg was an open hospital also. It wasn't all emergency. It was a 24-7 hospital, but we still had an open concept. So it's definitely doable without the emergency setup. I think if you wanted to take it into smaller steps, because I think it's very daunting and very intimidating to imagine that there's all sorts of clients walking around everywhere for every case. And that's not really the situation that might be the easiest to start out with. Just start with the small stuff. 
Meaning if you take a look at your current practice and evaluate yourself on how open you are, what kinds of things you perform in front of the pet owners already, there's probably quite a few. Do you draw blood in front of the clients? Do you give oral medication in front of them? You probably do physical examinations in front of them and you're comfortable doing that. Start to take it from there, kick it up a notch, just identify a few things that people might feel comfortable doing in front of others and take it step by step. Check in with your team, make sure that you're all on the same page about wanting to make that change and setting goals for particular quarters, maybe to say this quarter, we're going to perform IV catheter placements, induction of anesthesia, uh, blood pressure monitoring or measurements in front of our pet owners and train everyone on being able to do that and then take it step by step. That's how I would do it. I love that you mentioned include the team, set goals, get buy-in from the team members. That's really important to execute something successfully and maintain a good workplace culture. And if I could add uh, one more thing, I think I go into veg hospitals and talk to people, especially the people who have recently joined us, I ask them the question. So how's the open hospital concept working for you? Are you feeling okay about it? Are there any challenges? I would say like 99% of the people say I might've been a little bit hesitant about it, or I wasn't sure about it, but now I see how beneficial it is and I wouldn't do it any other way. So once you start doing it, you'll see the benefits. Just be cautious and mindful of some of the pitfalls that could be present, uh, guard for it and prepare your team for it. Prepare your team as in Make sure that they know the ways to get around some of these issues that could arise before you step into it and things will be good. Well, change is hard for everyone, but I agree supporting the team through that and getting those engagement surveys back is really a powerful message that the open hospital concept is successful. So as we sum up this entire experience, I'm really interested in the potential for this concept to generate revenue for the hospital and making this a sustainable profession. Specifically, do you find clients are more understanding and willing to approve additional procedures and pay their bill at the end of this experience? Yeah, I think that the open hospital concept definitely does that in the sense of them being present. We talked about transparency. They get to see the great facility that is being used for the care, the type of expertise that you bring, and just being able to see all of that in action. They see the value that they're paying for. If they're just sitting in an exam room waiting for hours and then they get the bill, that's going to be a lot more of a sticker shock than if they actually saw what goes into that bill to begin with. And I'll just bring it back to the main point. The open hospital concept brings trust. You know what you're doing, how hard you work. So they're going to trust your advice on additional procedures or what needs to happen with their pets. And that's one of the biggest benefits that the open hospital concept and transparency brings. I know you're in an emergency field, but do you find you have repeat customers? Hopefully not for the sake of their pet, but we know that emergencies do happen. 
<laughs> right. We definitely don't want repeat customers in the sense of repeat issues happening with the same pet in an emergency basis. But it's actually true that we do have repeat customers and that if there's an emergency that happens, whether it's with the same pet or other pets in the, the family, they know to come back to us because they're comfortable with the open hospital concept. They do trust us as their emergency care provider. Um, I was just chatting with Jason Dombrowski, who is the medical director or hospital owner of um, San Ramon. And apparently they have 50% repeat customers. Wow. Last question, I promise. As an emergency hospital, I'm sure you have quite a few referring veterinarians, which in a sense are also your customers. Being that Veg Group is setting an outstanding model for this open hospital concept, is that going to overflow into the referral community, the GPs that are referring and encourage them to change? Is it going to become the standard that owners are going to expect? One of the biggest things that Veg values is that referral relationship. We're always going to be there for the emergency care that's needed by their clients. We frequently hear from the referral DVMs about the amazing care that their clients got that at Veg. Definitely. We build a very good relationship with the RDVMs, uh, keep in good communication. So there's nothing lost between the emergency care and the referring veterinarians care. I do wonder if any of them go back to the referring veterinarian practice and ask like, why aren't you guys open? We do truly believe that the open hospital concept is the right way to go and we all should be changing in that direction. And so we'd be happy to talk to people about how to move in that direction. Yeah, it does seem that we will be modeling more after human medicine and building trust and, uh, and integrity for our profession with the pet parent as part of the animal care plan. I love that, that you mentioned it's going to promote better integrity of the members of our field. So that's amazing. Thank you, Ken, for joining the Think Anesthesia podcast and providing us a valuable perspective on the importance of including the pet parent as part of the veterinary care team in an open hospital concept. I hope that it becomes common practice throughout our industry. And I believe that this discussion is gonna propel that towards that end goal. Thank you. I definitely would encourage everyone to think about inviting the pet owners to be a part of the team. At Think Anesthesia, we know you have many educational resources and opportunities, and we truly thank you for listening to this podcast.